Welcome to Arrested, the only live and local show that takes you into the belly of our criminal justice system. Co-hosted by Mike Brooks and Atlanta criminal defense attorney Dan Conaway of Conaway and Strickler, PC. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Arrested with your host, Mike Brooks and criminal defense attorney Dan Conaway. Dan, how's everything going this morning? It's going great, Mike. Good, good, good. to see you. You know, it, it's been a busy last two weeks. Uh, we know that a week ago this past Friday, the FBI announced an arrest in the serial mail bombing case, if you will, of Caesar Sayoc. Sayoc, Sayoc, we'll say Sayoc. Sayoc. <laughs> Sayoc is his name. And, uh, you know, at the time, they said he was responsible for 14, and after that, we've now received another one here in Atlanta uh, at the Postal Facility down on Pryor Street that was addressed to CN- the CNN Center. Uh, so now he's going to be, cha- char- I guess, facing an additional charge. But um, he was charged with, with a number of, of different crimes. But before we get to the, what he's charged with, right after he was arrested, he was arrested about... Uh, about 10-something on Friday, last uh, two weeks ago, Friday. And when he was arrested by the FBI, they said that uh, there had been an exception to Miranda. Now, we talked a little bit last week about the criminal justice system, due process, and what your rights are. And when everyone's arrested, you're usually advised of your rights, and that is a Miranda warning. But in this particular case, Dan, they said that there was an exception to Miranda because they needed to find out quickly if there were any more bombs out there. And that's why apparently they were able to uh, talk to him with an exception to Miranda. How does that work? Uh, Mike, that's a great question. Um, And it's interesting because generally, again, generally Miranda means if you're in custody, and certainly if you've been arrested and in the situation of Sayoc, he was definitely in custody then at that point, you're supposed to be read your Miranda rights. Uh, but there are three exceptions. Uh, very quickly, the first two is the routine booking question exception. Well, what the heck is that? Yeah, really? That's where you're being booked in, and they have to ask you basic information about who you are, right? Name, date of birth, stuff like that. Yeah. So they can identify you. The second one is more interesting. That's the jailhouse informant exception. Jailhouse informant exception. That one, (laughs) I deal with what I tell my clients is when you're in jail, I don't care what kind of jail it is, you only talk about sports, the weather, and the food. That's it. You don't talk about anything else. Why? Because if there's a jailhouse informant in there, where they're usually where there usually is a whole a lot jail, of them. state prison, federal penitentiary, you're going to have them in there. They're everywhere, absolutely, because they want to get time off their own sentence. Uh, so if you talk to one of them and say something incriminating against yourself, right? Then guess what? It's not covered by Miranda, and they can use it to prosecute you. So keep your mouth shut not only when you get arrested, <laughs> but also when you go to jail and talk about what food, weather, sports. That's it. And finally, all those jailhouse calls to your friends and relatives, they're all being recorded. Now, and they can use those against you, too. Now, let me get to the exception in yeah, this yeah. case. Public safety exception. That's the exception that the SEAT case is about. What is it? It's very simple. It means if there's a major public safety issue. Right. Then there's an exception to Miranda. Like uh, pipe bombs like in the pipe mail. Pipe bombs in the mail. There you go. Perfect exception. All right, so why is it, why does it exist? Well, 
without getting too esoteric, you have to think of your rights as being balanced by a thing called public safety. For for example, you cannot cry fire or scream fire in a public theater, movie theater. Why? It's not free speech. The public safety exception overrules your right to say that. So there are limits to free speech, just like there are limits to anything. You can't go buy a nuclear bomb and put it in your basement. Why? Because, yes, the Second Amendment is strong and gives you the right to bear arms, but there's also the public safety rule, which is a balancing test. Okay. So here we have a balancing test with Miranda between public safety and the right to remain silent while in custody of the police. So in this case, in this situation, our Supreme Court has decided that, guess what? Public safety trumps Miranda. Okay, so let's say they, the FBI, they, they snatched him up there in the parking lot of the auto zone in Plantation, Florida. He was living out of his van. And right away, they ask him these questions. And, and let's say he's he decides he's not going to say anything. He's going to lawyer up, as they say. Can they continue asking him about the possible bombs that are still out there? Yes, there's an interesting okay. per- interesting twist in that is that the Supreme Court has been a little fuzzy on this and the circuit courts, which have ruled on this issue. Yeah. And basically it kind of says that, well, kind of in between, meaning you can probably still ask him some questions, even though he's invoked his right to a lawyer. Gotcha. He's requested a lawyer. So the idea is how long, how much, how many, about what. That's all kind of fuzzy and gray. So it's a gray area in the law. Got you. You're listening to Arrested with Mike Brooks and criminal defense attorney Dan Conaway. We're talking about the exception to Miranda. So this public safety. So basically, if he says he wants to lawyer up and they're using this public safety exception, they can keep asking him. To an extent. Okay. To some extent. It's that kind of wonderful. It's like the balancing test. Right. Public safety versus free speech versus Miranda. Sure. Well, eh, you know, they measure it out. That's what they do. Um, And uh, it's similar here where if a lawyer shows up, uh, then uh, he certainly has a right to have a lawyer, but they can still ask him questions. It's interesting because sometimes the lawyer may say, look, you might want to answer their questions because it could help you. Uh, for example, in this case, with respect to – let's just take the federal statutes. Okay, sure. With yeah, he was charged federally. We'll get to those charges right. later. Let's just focus on that. Yeah. So with respect to that, there are actually uh, issues there concerning cooperation, help, providing substantial assistance. There are all these different concepts within the law, uh, within the federal law, as that uh, may help him hmm. as far as with respect to what sentence he receives, uh, what type of punishment he gets – if he's aiding and assisting law enforcement after the fact, meaning if there's a, if there's a pipe bomb headed to CNN and he tells them about it. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, or Topeka, Kansas or wherever it is. Or wherever. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. There still could be some out there. We don't know yet. We don't sure. know. Could be anywhere. So mm-hmm. um, so these things uh, are all like that. And mm-hmm. he could get himself some points and his lawyer might say, look, you might want to start talking because it may help you. And then they could discuss that. So sometimes a lawyer because they understand the law, a defense lawyer can actually help aid their client if their client's just fully resistant to anything because sometimes that resistance is based upon not understanding the law and what's good, what's the right or bad choice, right? Right. Because they don't know the law. Sure. 
So having the lawyer there as the defense lawyer may actually help. Just depends. Now, you know, um, if he if he said hey he wanted an attorney, would he be would he in, he didn't have an attorney? He he had, he has a, a lengthy criminal record, so he's been in and out of the criminal justice system that we talked about last week. But um, if he if he's indigent, you know, he's living in his van. Would he, even though he's charged with federal crimes, would he also uh, get a public defender? Yes. Uh, yeah, he would uh, receive uh, assistance through the federal defender program uh, and receive assistance in that situation. So the federal defender's office uh, works with people. They're also private attorneys uh, who handle indigent cases, um, and that's what they do. And so there's a good chance it would be in this case he'll be represented by the federal defender's office. That makes perfect sense. Um, beyond that, there's there's and just I don't want to get too hyper technical here. No, that's but right. um, but with respect to uh, if if you remember the Boston. Marathon bomber? Oh, absolutely. The uh, Sarnayev brothers. Yes. Yes. Well, in that situation, they faced the same issue because they wanted to know if there were more bombs. Uh, and there was some rulings in that case. And basically, the ruling was was that they could basically use whatever they wanted. Um, it fell under the public safety exception, too, meaning they did not have to Mirandize and they could ask them questions. And one of the things they decided was that some of these statements, uh, as long as they're not admitted as long as you're not trying to admit the, the thing into the case at trial, right. right? It's one thing to get a statement. It's another thing to use that statement against the defendant at trial. Gotcha. Right? So if the government does not, does not intend to use that piece of evidence at trial, then you really don't have to get into public safety exception. It's only if they want to use the defendant's statement at trial that then you have to, the judge would have to rule on this public safety issue. Gotcha. Now, could they, how far, you know, could can they go, you know, of, of if he, if he won't tell you, and can they still keep asking other questions not related to public safety, if you will, until they until he is Mirandized? Well, that's a great question because um, then you get into the fishing expedition issue, which is always mm-hmm. an issue in, in in criminal cases, and that is, are we trying to gain information that is truly relevant to public safety or are we trying to get information yeah. that uh, that has nothing to do with public safety like maybe he had 22 parking tickets maybe you know he's sleeping in his van yeah. maybe he got a bunch of parking tickets right because he's parked in the wrong side of the road or whatever i don't know uh so you know is that a public safety issue probably not no. so maybe they couldn't ask him about that yeah but you know at the time i think the, um, they weren't sure whether or not he was living in, in his van uh they thought maybe he had been staying with his mother um for some time but she hadn't seen him for for a long time and then come to find out now we know that basically that van was a mobile <laughs> bomb making make yeah. center you know for him it's like a mogul uh mobile criminal lab or something one of the things that is, that's interesting that i think supports the public uh, safety exception to Miranda. And it's really one of the things that the courts uh, look at is that practically speaking and pragmatically speaking, a lot of this deals with domestic terrorism. And with domestic terrorism, what you've got is you many times have actors that nobody knows much about, especially today with the internet right and and this guy had been on law enforcement's radar before just for the fact that uh you know back in 2002 he had made a bomb threat to florida power and light but when it came to making pipe bombs they had no idea no idea that that was him and and, and the guy's sitting around like you know you think about it some of these domestic terrorists are like sitting around 
they're on the internet, they're living in a van, they're living right. someplace way off in the woods. God knows who they are or where they are. And so that's part of the idea of public safety exception is to be able to get this information yeah. so that they can help stop further problems. You know, and now we know that he had been planning this since back in July, and he actually had a list of over 100 targets. You're listening to Arrested with Mike Brooks and Dan Conaway on the New Talk 1067. We will talk about his charges coming up next. <laughs> 